Doctor Who podcast. I don't know whether to be impressed or disgusted. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of our very special Once and Future review series. This time so we can share our thoughts of Two's Company, which is the latest in this particular series. Now, as you probably have realised, I'm not Brent. This was Brent's series. Brent has had to welch out, so I'm afraid you've just got the rest of us here this time. So it's the British contingent plus Michelle. Hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the British contingent along with Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Plus, and, plus Michelle. and we should say that Brent is only welching out for one, and because he has uh, a much more important commitment than hanging around with you, James. Oh, and you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil and Ian. Um, yes, they, they are at L.I. Who. Um, so this is, I, I know, been quite a trip for, for the pair of them. I think Drew did a road trip from what I remember, from some midpoint in America. That's as good as I get on American geography. It's about the middle, and he's gone to the right. Um, (laughs) And it took him a long, long time. I know that much. So I hope it's worth it. But uh, I I know uh, Ken Deep has organised an absolute plethora of uh, of guests uh, this time around. And um, had I not just got back from America, then this is a particular event that I may have considered going to so we hope very much uh, to bring you some coverage of that convention once drew and brent are back no pressure guys but in the meantime you get to hear what we think of this latest installment seismic cadence regulators temporal dimension shields this system you're developing i could use it to detect esoterium esoterium Well, it's an element I suspect plays a part in the degeneration weapon. Incredibly rare. Harmless to humans, toxic to Time Lords. What? Esoterium. That's the very element I've been studying. Ah. I've been developing a way of detecting its presence. There, you see? Whoever brought me here must have known that. So, without further ado, um, who do I pick on first of all? Uh, Ian, what did you think? I enjoyed this. Uh, It was... Fun, pacey, probably actually as a story, I enjoyed it probably more than the previous ones, actually. I thought it was fun. It was very very fun and engaging and quite mysterious. There there was a few aspects I wasn't so keen on, but as a general story, yeah, it was loads of fun. And in fact, didn't at the end of the last review, I was a little bit concerned that Sixie plus Jackie plus (laughs) um, Harry would be just too much, but actually it wasn't at all. In fact, if anything, it was almost surprisingly underplayed, I thought, the the dynamics there. Even though certainly Jackie and Sixie were their usual self, they didn't detonate quite the way I expected them to. (laughs) Well, putting it in context with the whole series, I think this is another very fun and enjoyable installment of a strong 
celebratory series uh, from Big Finish in terms of the 60th. I have enjoyed all four installments, including this one. Uh, this wasn't my favorite. Um, I, I find myself missing some of the more introspective qualities. The, the second episode was still my favorite because of that. Um, but 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 it was good. The, the writing is good. It's fun. Uh, it's enjoyable listen. And, and like Ian, I, I may have had a couple quibbles, but um, mostly I'm really enjoying the way that Big Finish is approaching this anniversary. I think I have to agree um, with, with everyone so far, actually. I thought this it was a nice, fun episode. It, it's, it skipped along quite nicely. I felt actually I didn't get bored with it at all. I think it was really, really good. And yes, I agree. I thought Jackie and, and Sixie would be... <laughs> sort of like put putting a sort of a, a match to, to petrol basically but no it's uh no it, it's all it did balance out quite nicely actually i do have a couple of little niggles uh which will we'll probably sort of come on to you know a bit later but i mean right now yes i'm i'm, I'm in agreement i, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it well at, at the risk of having the same opinion on four occasions i really like this one as well and uh, i i agree and i think this is the strongest uh, story uh, in this particular series by some stretch i must say uh, i've always enjoyed lisa mcmullen's scripts and um i i think she just did the same thing as the previous writers in chapters one to three but differently if that makes sense so just just for an example um the opening scene where you previously have had exactly the same roulette or the fruit machine really of which doctor it's going to be for this upcoming story that was tweaked this time and we had uh, the opening five six minutes or so with the third doctor and we we then experience a regeneration with harry as a witness um and the fact that it went from doctors three to six i think was really interesting and you got to hear harry's reaction as well um so i thought this was a a deliberately light-hearted comedic story there were times when it bordered fast but i think it stayed on just the right side of fast there's one particular sequence where you essentially have a corridor that's laden with traps uh, towards the end of the story and you have the characters literally talk you through precisely what they do that include a series of acrobatics and backflips from Lady Christina and you know there are some things that don't work on audio and I think that came perilously close to pushing uh, the bounds of what is actually possible. Um, loved the use of uh, the two I suppose we should we should call this particular character but um, I, I got a similar comment about the use of the two to that which I had of the curator if, if you weren't aware of who this character was and I've got hands uh, coming up here on zoom that's really good for audio guys but Ian and Phil clearly have not heard of this character before then you had absolutely zero introduction to this character and you must have wondered what on earth was going on from a selfish perspective it worked for me uh, but go on did you both feel at a complete loss then or wondering what was going on I had no idea who they were at all. And in fact, one of my niggles was I wasn't, they didn't think it was actually resolved by the end of the story. Now, if it's in a pre-existing character, that would explain that then. But no, I, I, I didn't know who they were, didn't really pick it up, actually thought, is this some hanging plot point for a future story? So unlike the curator, I got the curator a few episodes back and that was fine. This one 
I mean, it didn't really spoil my enjoyment, but there was definite, a definite feel of another shoe to drop, which I was missing out on. Yeah, I had to sort of look this up afterwards uh, to see ha. who you know who this this renegade is. It's was it the eleven? Yeah, was it was its first iteration? Yeah, which was Mark Bonner, I understand. But those other actors have played different iterations. This is the t- the two as opposed to the eleven or the nine or the seven or whatever it is. Yeah, I was I was a bit <laughs> I was a bit lost, and I'm still lost now, even after reading oh, it. Well, <laughs> I still don't know what the hell it was about, so I've got a bit of catching up to it, do. It's um, I think Mark Bonner first appeared as the eleven in Doom Coalition, so it was a long, long time ago, um, and they've carried on and developed that character into the twelve, and it's basically a time lord who has um, all of his previous incarnations in his head. So uh, it's attracted a bit of controversy as well, given essentially it's a schizophrenic um, Time Lord. And uh, initially the Doctor used to abuse him and make fun of the fact that he wasn't a single uh, a single incarnation at once. Um, so I've always not been particularly keen um, on, on the concept, but uh, I quite liked the use this time, particularly given the overarching theme of Once and Future is degeneration or dissonance. Or why wouldn't you use a villain who had a problem with regeneration uh, as a major part of one particular story? I will say that that one of the things that was a bit of a downside for me is I, I am very familiar with the Eleven. I've heard a lot of the stories. We've reviewed some mm. together, James. Uh, and it's just, I think the concept is very interesting. And I think the actor who performs the Eleven is amazing in what he does, but I've never cared for the eleven. Um, when when you have that many voices or anywhere approaching that many voices, it just it's too much trouble for me to try and keep up with. And and many of the personalities of the eleven are just obnoxious. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you wouldn't if they were their own personality, you would not want to listen to a story that featured that that villain all the way through. You know, nothing against the actor or the writers, but um, when I when I heard the two was in this, it, it just not my favorite villain. And, and in fact, neither of the two personalities that were present in this version were things I wanted to listen to. I just didn't like them. You know, I love listening to the master. The, the best villains are the ones that you enjoy, you know, almost as much as the hero. But for me, the two or the 11 or the seven just isn't that. But you're right. In a degeneration story, it does absolutely make sense. And because it is such a unique character that Big Finish has developed for years, you know, of course you would expect that character to appear in, in a series like this that is featuring so many characters from, from mm. their um, their backlog. And, and he features, it works so well on audio in general, and I guess that's um, part of the reason why the character came into being. Simply wouldn't work on a, a visual medium. It would look weird. Uh, it, the editing that would be required for when different voices um, came out of the mouth of the same actor would be uh, would be quite complex. But just moving on from the eleven, the two, whatever. Um, go back to this eclectic collection of characters that we have here. Christina, Lady, Chris, Lady Christina, not necessarily uh, a guest star from the main series that was crying out for um, a storyline within Big Finish. Uh, although she does have a couple of series in her own right, uh, which aren't. Bad, but what did you think, Phil, of her use uh, in this story? Well, I, I never sort of really sort of got on with the character anyway. I thought it's just like a, a decent one-shot character, as we got in was it Planet of the Dead. But I think in this, 
she worked rather well because I think she was paired with Jackie. Yeah. Um, and I think the pair of them sparred off each other really, really well. And there was a good, friendly relationship there. And obviously, they were brought together. And I don't want to spoil how they were brought together. No, no, we can. This is a full review. There's plenty of spoiler warnings. If you right. don't, I will. Okay, fair enough. So it's River who brings them together. <laughs> Even though River doesn't actually appear in the episode, you know full well it's her just by her description. I thought the pair of them worked fantastically well, actually, and I was pleasantly surprised. Thought our Rose's bedroom was bad. Where'd you last run them up along this floor? I find life's too interesting to worry about a little dust. Well... Give me a job and then you won't have any dust to fret about. You can get on with, well, whatever it is you people do all day. <laughs> you people? Oh, you know what I mean. Rich, posh. I bet your life's ever so fancy. OK, it does have its moments. All champagne and caviar? Hardly. Bet you ain't got a job, though. <laughs> I've got three. Well, I had three until Harry Mary at the Shop and Save started going out with Big Darren. Right. She's had it in for me since we had that ding-dong at New Year's. Has she? Absolute brass neck of her. So that was me out of a job at the Minimart. And here I am. Yes, here you very much are. I should stop talking, shouldn't I? My mouth runs like a leaky tap. I'll shut up. Don't you dare. I want to hear all about the ding-dong at New Year's. I think the writer did really well to resist getting them to argue the entire time. And as a result, you had two strong female characters who you would never have put together creating electric scenes. Uh, but just listening to uh, Jackie and uh, Lady Christina just speak to each other, it felt very natural. And I thought, yeah, I can listen to this. And actually, those scenes don't include the Doctor. So there are quite long periods or long scenes in this story that does not feature the Doctor. And yet it still works. And and when you meet the Doctor again, he's actually moved locations. So he's been busy whilst you've been listening to these other scenes. Um, and I quite like that. Uh, that's, that's a really clever... Um, writing mechanism that does become apparent in Big Finish occasionally, but not very often. And uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Colin Baker, I thought this time was an absolute joy to listen to as well. And he started making a few, this is going to sound strange, but you might know what I mean, amusing noises um, when he was uh, in the sidecar on the on the motorbike. And when he was being beaten up uh, initially by Jackie, um, he I think Colin Baker just had a lot of fun. And, and again, it's not something that you would hear the Sixth Doctor do on on tv um but i i just i just liked the story i had a smile on my face for the majority of the time i was listening to this i enjoyed lady christina as well i thought she was great the only question i had about her was where was this in her personal timeline since she obviously had no idea Absolutely. who the doctor was so i'm i'm assuming that in the big finish stuff there's some pre-adventures before the doctor i don't know but yeah that was a lot of fun i, enjoy, I enjoyed colin as you say I think one the other remaining niggle I probably had was I thought that the Harry Sullivan character was woefully underused and almost disposable. I didn't think that the portrayal of Harry... If you hadn't told me it was Harry, I wouldn't have known it was Harry, other than the fact that people repeatedly called him imbecile, which is obviously the in-joke. But I thought effectively his entire character run was completely disposable to the story. And given you've got such a heavy load of characters in the story to begin with... I do wonder why they bothered. I think you could have just excised his character completely, put in a and random, you know, character of the week and actually allowed a little bit more breathing space for, for, for the rest of them. Yeah, I am completely with Ian on that. Um, I 
still struggle with recognizing this actor as Harry Sullivan. And, and it may not be the actor. It may just be that I haven't heard. I, I mean, I saw all of Harry's episodes, but it's been years and years. So so it may be that I don't have an image of Harry's voice and mannerisms in my head as well as I should. But but I've listened to a few things now from Big Finish with Harry, and I, that character has not settled into my mind as Harry. But I also really do feel that the strong emphasis on Harry as an imbecile in this story, it's not true in all the other Big Finish stories, bothered me because, I, I don't know, the in the same way that they focused on the first doctor's sexism, which I don't think really was all that much in the TV show back in that one, the one special with Peter Capaldi, I think it's a disservice to the character. I think it's painting it as as a stereotype that that the character deserves better um, and the memory of the actor deserves better. Harry, which part of Don't Mention Me was particularly confusing for you? Yes, it's all rather complicated, isn't it? But at least we've located the other piece of Esoterium. If we're not too late, you didn't tell him about the time portal, did you? Um, oh, of course he did, he's an imbecile. Please, be quiet. You know, I was beginning to worry about uh, the other voice. Speak up, boy, weren't you ever told it's rude to whisper? But I think, perhaps, it's part of the degeneration. The less you think, the better. All right, leave it one. Wait, Harry, degeneration, was that what you said? Or rather, it's what you said. The other you, I mean. He was hit by a degenerative weapon. That's why he was looking for the esoterium. Degeneration. If you're a future version, don't you remember? A degenerative weapon, I wonder. Not now. We have other things to concern ourselves with. You're right. Harry, I have an errand for you. If you can bear to do as you're told this time. It's Christopher Naylor who plays Harry, and he's been doing this, I think, for Big Finish now for at least four or five years, and he's he's featured in a run with a seventh doctor and they've created a companion really for Harry in, in Naomi. And he has recorded an entire series, I believe, with Tom Baker now, but that has yet to be released. Um this bear in mind in this story, this was an older Harry by about twenty, thirty years. Uh, the picture of Harry on the cover, he's got grey hair. Um and I, I think um he was gullible in this one, probably a little bit too gullible. Um mm-hmm. and um I, I think it was redeemed slightly towards the end where he was called out. The character of Harry was actually called out. He said, why, why did you just believe uh, this was the Doctor? Guy turns up and tells you he's the Doctor. Um, and, and he did just say, well, I, I, I thought it was the Doctor. And I thought that scene was quite, quite good. But I think that's even less believable if this is an older Harry that has had all those adventures, not only with the fourth Doctor, but the seventh Doctor and Naomi. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that was a weak part of this. And I think that the whole imbecile thing is ultimately just fan service anyway. It's just yes, an excuse absolutely. to do a yep. callback to Tom's line in it's a Tantaran experiment, wasn't it? Uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. Revenge of the Cybermen, it was. Yeah. Was it Cybermen? I thought it was Tantaran experiment, where, where the Doctor just shouts out Harry Sullivan yeah, as an Cybermen. imbecile. It's a famous line, you know, it's, it's, it's a great, you know, but to direct the entire story and character arc just so you can complete make, keep making that gag, uh, it, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I, I just thought he was um, considering he was on. I know that you know these releases do have different sort of covers. Um, obviously, the one that I've got, it's got the six six in Harry front and center on the front cover. And I thought Harry was going to be like a major player in this story, and as we've already said, he, he barely features in it. Um, and I think it was just a bit of a missed opportunity, really, because I think 
pairing him with Jackie or even Lady Christina, I think was was uh, one of the missed opportunities. You know, he's old world gentlemanly charm, I suppose, one way to put him calling either of them old girl, I think would have lent to some interesting sort of comedic moments, I think, between the characters. But it just wasn't, it wasn't to be, um, which I think was a shame because I love that Harry Sullivan character. Um, and I think, you know, it's, um, yeah, it wasn't Ian Marta, was it? Let, let's be honest, Chris Vanelli is not Ian Marta by any stretch of the imagination. And, and I think if it wasn't, Ian Marta's face on the front cover, I think as we, someone's already said, I wouldn't have known that was Harry Sullivan. I don't think he's unrecognisable. I, I, I think he's definitely got the tones and I think there, there are other recasts that sound even less like the original character. Yeah, um, I wasn't, and wasn't I, really I, feeling it, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it works for some people, it works, it doesn't for, for others. Um, and, and it's undoubtedly true uh, that there was less Harry than there was Christina and... Um, and Jackie, but having said that, I think I would have preferred definitely more Jackie uh, to any other character. Um, anyway, just because she's so much fun to listen to, and Camille Kaduri has not lost any of Jackie Tyler no, at all. Um, no, she is identical. In fact, I do wonder whether or not it's the case of one of the, you know, sometimes where you have real difficulty distinguishing the actor from the character they play. I, I am beginning to wonder whether <laughs> Camille Kaduri is essentially the character she uh, she portrayed. On screen, um, Ian, you you mentioned uh, the the timeline anomaly with Christina earlier, and and I had that as um in my list of questions as well, and I can only assume this is set before any of the events uh, that we see on TV. So this is well before um Planet of the Dead, and uh, there was a a point that Brent made a couple of uh, podcasts ago where he was saying essentially practically all of the events in these stories are deleted or reset afterwards. Um, And that is actually addressed in the dialogue on this occasion uh, where the doctor says, you're not going to remember any of this. So that kind of is their get out of jail free card. Um, So that's what I assumed. I assumed this was um, ahead uh, before Planet of the Dead. I had another question which may not be as important or as obvious as that, but you might be able to help me out here. Right at the very beginning of this play, the doctor, the third doctor, receives a letter in order to tell him to go and find the unit facility that Harry is working in. Who wrote that letter? Ah, there it is. Did you send me this letter? I say letter, it's just an address. 99 Fortis Green. Uh, No, I probably wouldn't have put the kisses on the end. And I thought you were fond of me. <laughs> I have an answer for that because I, I did think about this. I, the script, I don't think, tells us unless somebody caught something I didn't. But I suspect it was Melody. I um, same, same, same person who connected Lady Christina and Jackie. She would know, you know River Song in whatever form would know how to <laughs> send a letter to the doctor in his TARDIS on the side of the freeway. Um, but that that actually brings up another comment that I have. It's not a not a complaint, but I am a little bit surprised and sort of had expected these stories to feature more of the older doctors that Brig Finish has recast so brilliantly. And indeed, the third doctor at the beginning of the story is spot on third doctor. You know, I, I could have happily listened to a story that featured the third doctor. Um, I don't, you know, there's only, now that we've had four out of mostly six, um, you know, I get the sense that, that these older doctors are just going to feature in, in kind of small cameos as they have uh, sort of at the beginning of each thing. But but uh, I would have been happy to have, have heard more of those actors as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point, actually. Uh, it, it, I think they will have to feature at some point a little bit more 
prominently given the fact there's an anniversary show but uh, in in terms of the stories that we have left we know for sure the uh, chapter five is going to feature david tennant Uh, i'm not sure whether or not we have any news on the companion or who he's going to be paired up with but um you know it could be could be anyone and we know for sure again because it was the most well publicized spoiler um that um christopher eccleston shared well over a year or so ago that he is going to feature in one of these uh, stories along with david warner um which will be uh, particularly interesting to listen to given that he's passed since um so therefore there i think is only one left um in, in for perhaps a classic doctor uh, to, to to feature and i also think they are going to spring a surprise on us at some points so i and i would love to think that's going to be matt smith or uh, possibly jodie whittaker but so uh, that might just be wishful thinking in the extreme given that every other doctor we know about has been one of the living actors surely the empty slot's going to be paul it's possible isn't it yeah because he's not it's been certainly in it yet. possible because that would that would round the set out you have know, all the living actors yeah all the living actors they have access to. Who knows? And that does suggest, Michelle, that they won't have a story featuring Doctors 1, 2 or 3. Yeah, you know, it it makes me wish this was a a longer... A longer series that you know they had gone a full year or something, mm. you know. But but that's okay. I, I'm happy for what I've got, and 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 the little nods to yeah. those earlier doctors are, are nice as well. Like I said, it wasn't a complaint; it was just kind of an observation. And was it Tim Trelaw doing the third Doctor in this? Absolutely. Yeah, he is so good. He is Isn't just he? so good. Yeah. I mean, it, that's one of the best ranges um, that Big Finish have released uh, ever since Tim Trelaw's been playing the Third Doctor. It is absolutely superb, and it was just the. The most recent one that I've had any kind of real criticism off at all, and that was the return of Joe Jones. But, uh, but yeah, Tim Trelaw is is definitely one of the more successful recasts. I I agree. Well, Brent, I hope we've done you proud. Um, I, I hope um, that we've covered everything that you would have said. I, I know for a fact that Brent also enjoyed this story more than any of the other pre previous stories because he sent me a note. So it just is just ironic that he wasn't able to feature on this review but uh, i'm sure brent will find a way of making his views known and sharing them with you dear listeners but for now that's it from us coming up you have the big fat dwp quiz featuring all six of us i'm not looking forward to edit that i can share that with you for sure but it's been a very long time since we've done uh, a quiz so i'm looking forward to that before the david tennant specials air and i am certain brent and drew will be bringing some coverage from li who for you very shortly as well in the meantime phil ian michelle thank you for joining me and listeners we will catch up with you all very very soon bye for now everyone Bye-bye. bye bye